And hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Jose, and I'm grateful to be here with you guys today. So I know it's been a good long three weeks. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've actually sat down in front of the headset, in front of the computer, and actually got the chance to talk to you guys. I have missed you all while I've been away. Um, This is going to be a chance for us to recap about what all happened, where I've been these past three weeks. So... <laughs> First and foremost, let's get all the introductions out of the way. If you not, if you guys aren't following us on our Facebook page, go follow us on at WildAboutAnimals at Facebook.com. Be part of the Wild family. It's a great way to stay connected and be a part of the community. We also have our Twitter at the same thing. You can also follow us on there. It's a good way to stay, keep updated on updates, anything that's going on, like when new shows are happening, if anything new's going on, if I am not going to be able to post a show, you know, just a good way to stay connected and be a, a great community for all of us. Um, if you guys want me to answer any of your questions, you can also go to all those sites that's listed below. You can send there, send me your questions. I can answer them live while the show is going on, or you can send special shirt, best, ah, sorry, special birthday shout outs or anything in particular that you want me to say. You know, that's all part of that whole dealing with. So y'all, so y'all just go ahead and go jump into that. And now we're going to jump into the whole conversation about what's going on with the merch store. What all of this is going on, I haven't really had a chance to sit down, so there's going to be a hold on that. Um, so you guys just be patient with me. I know I keep telling y'all that, but it, I am working on it. It's just, you know, one person. I'm trying to do as much as I can, so I appreciate you guys being patient with me. Um, and the last thing, um, I do want to, again, deeply apologize to everyone. I know that y'all were looking forward to the past three weeks, um, but I'm, I'm about to explain in a second what happened or what caused me to go on a three-week um, hiatus, even though I didn't intend for that, um, you know, but I do apologize to you guys so much um, for having to wait so long for me to come back, but I'm here, I'm back, and another thing is, you know, if you guys, well, it'll probably be on the Facebook and Twitter later, is, you know, we have reached over 400 listens on the podcast total, which is a great accomplishment for us, um, and I want to say thank you so much to all of those who take the time to just come listen to me, um, share with friends, you know, share with your children, you know, whoever you, you know, it gives me great joy knowing that I'm educating those out there, you know, and I'm doing it across the globe. So that gives me great joy that people are actually taking the time to listen to me. So thank you so much for taking your time. Um, now to explain where I've been, um, the first week actually was just, I was taking a break that week. Um, because I was in a, what people who create are artists, they have a creative block and that's what I was having. And I was like, well, I don't want to put out anything and not, you know, be, you know, creative or feeling creative. So I decided to take that first week off. Um, that was just me to get my creative juices flowing. And then over the weekend I had plans and stuff I was going to do for the next week coming. And then I got sick. Um, I don't know what it was. It was allergies, cold, the flu. I'm not really sure. Um, you guys may actually today hear me coughing a little bit, <clears throat> so I do apologize about that in advance. Um, somewhere in between, my I got sick and was coughing and sneezing, and my voice by Wednesday, my voice was gone, and it didn't recover until the two weeks after that. So it, basically I was sick for two weeks. And by the time the sec, the third Wednesday rolled around, my voice was starting to get back to normal, but I didn't want to push it too far. And so now it being this third, the fourth Wednesday after me being gone for the past three, as you can tell, I sound a lot better and I can actually talk 
and actually do the podcast. So today might be a little bit shorter just to give my voice a little bit of a break and some rest still. But we are still doing a show this today just like we normally do. So I hope you guys are ready. Um, for the grand return of me, um, I'm actually glad to be back. Like I said, I missed all of you so much. So today, we're going to be talking about mountain lions, cougars, pumas, whichever one you prefer to call them. And we'll be right back after this break. Hey guys, this is Jose from Wild About Animals. Um, I just want to throw this in and be like, if you guys have any requests for any future podcasts, make sure you leave them on Facebook and then I'll make sure I'll put them on a list and I'll let you guys go over there. Back to the show we go. Alright guys, and we're back and I hope you guys are ready to get started. So, like we stated before, we're going to be talking about mountain lions, but mountain lions are also historically have multiple names they've been called mountain lions cougars pumas they even have ghost cats as another one um but either way when you say any of these names you're pretty much talking about the same animal for the most part now mountain lions roam pretty much most of the u.s um today most of them are pretty much extinct on the eastern side of the states except the more the probably most famous one you probably is the florida panther there's like less than 100 of those uh, um, beautiful creatures left in the world um so they're pretty much critically endangered. Um, but most Western states don't really consider these guys endangered or even close to it because their populations are pretty much stable to the point where it's like, you know, you're allowed to hunt a cougar, except in the state of California, obviously. Um, but that's usually handled by their, you know, wildlife management or, you know, however they handle that. Now, these cats are very sturdy because they can live in all types of biomes. They can live in the desert and mountains in your backyard <laughs> you know but um for the most part mountain lions typically try to stay in their natural habitat they actually try to avoid people if possible but with the urban development that we have going as the centuries and the years go on these interactions between mountain lions and humans are becoming a lot more common than we would like them to be now, even though these guys are pretty much sturdy and can live in any type of biome in the States, um, these guys, not only that, they are actually pretty strong animals, in fact. Uh, mountain lions can actually sprint up to about 50 miles per hour, and their, and their hind legs are some of the biggest, proportionally, in the cat family. And, you know, their forepaws are really big with giant claws in, in them. So that actually gives these guys great, impressive sprinting and jumping abilities. And probably if you guys listed the uh, not listed, so I heard what I said before. You know they live in most of the time. You'll probably run into most mountain lions in the mountains typically. So with very powerful hind legs and forelegs, they can do like we stated before, impressive jumping and sprinting abilities, which probably helps them get around the mountains if possible. Well, not only with the physical are we talking about? They actually have great vision, and it makes them great hunters, just like a lot of big cats. Cougars are, they stalk their prey pretty much and wait until they're about right there, right to the point where they can actually, you know, they're close enough to the prey to where if they sprint out and do their full ambush sprint, then they can usually take it down pretty easily. Um, and they usually take it by the neck and, you know, powerful bites to the neck to suffocate the animal. Um, what I stated before is because even though the cougar can sprint at 50 miles per hour it's not made to run for long periods of time 
So the quicker it can take something down, the quicker it can save that energy for other hunts that it has to do. Now, with the mountain lion being as big as it is, you're probably wondering, well, what does it eat? Well, most of its prey is usually elk and deer, but it will sometimes dabble into other animals, you know, porcupines, raccoons, coyotes, if it actually gets the chance to get their hands on them. Another cool fact that we dug up was the adults like to leave scraps along the territory borders. It's like pretty much they will make a mound of dirt and then they will pee and poop in it <laughs> and usually that will give them you know other cats to know that hey this is my territory you should probably stay away from here you know which is a I guess their way of communicating with each other or some other ways to communicate with each other now even though the populations you know like we said on the west coast are fine but the east coast you know are pretty much extinct for this moment um, their population even though it is sustainable is actually decreasing, um, mainly because of habitat loss and uncontrolled hunting. Um, the Florida panther, like we said before, is listed as endangered, and there's less than 100 of those left in the wild. If it wasn't for the intervention of humans and the reservations down there and them being able to protect the species, they would probably be actually gone a lot, a long time ago. Um, but like we said, you know, with most wild animals um, that we've all talked about on this show, a lot of them, and the mountain lion included, are afraid of people. Um, it's even been shown in studies that if a mountain lion even hears people talking, if it's even eating at that moment, it will just run off and leave. You know, and so I think a lot of misconception with mountain lions is people probably see these videos and hear these videos of these animals, you know, human and animal interaction, and they think these animals are just out to get you. You know, because I know people who live in, like, the West Coast area, you know, they have rules if you do go hiking, you know, don't go hiking by yourself, don't put your headphones on if you are hiking, you know, because you have to be aware of your surroundings, especially if you do interact with these guys, because, you know, there are some certain things you do have to do to protect yourself, which we'll go over in a little bit when it comes to mountain lions. And if you ask me, because of, like we said before, with the whole humans making more buildings and destroying forests and stuff it's going to become prevalent that we are going to interact with these animals at some point or another and honestly it's like it's kind of hard to say you know a way to fix that um because with you know we're building all these farmlands and towns and obviously these mountain lions have to survive which you know which makes them have to interact with people you know they're attacking our wildlife, not wildlife, I'm sorry, our livestock, our pets, and people out of retaliation are getting upset, and obviously they'll just shoot these guys when they're just doing something that's completely natural to them. Um, and to me, that's kind of a, it's a, it's kind of a sad thing when you think about it, because most of the time, you know, if you guys ever get the chance, I want you to go and watch a video on a mountain lion and just watch it. It's a breathtaking experience to watch these guys move and just be themselves. And it sucks because it's like because of humans moving in and taking down forests and stuff, you know, these things do happen. Now, it's a very rare occurrence and it's a very low number of people who have been killed by mountain lions every year. If you really want to be honest about it, you have a higher chance of getting killed by a domestic cow 
than getting killed by a mountain lion. And cows kill a lot of people every year. Heck, even getting stung by a bee, you're more likely to die from that than getting attacked by a mountain lion. That's how scary humans are to these guys. So you're probably wondering, well, what exactly do you do if you do run into a mountain lion? Well, there are several things that you can do. Um, one of the first things is, like it's, you know, a lot of people suggest that if you're going with a group of people hiking, it's actually better that you talk loud while you guys are all together hiking. Because if you guys are talking loud, you're making noises, they'll actually give the mountain lions a head warning that, hey, there's a human nearby that gives me time to run away. I know that sounds a little crazy to say you should probably talk loud, but if you're in an area that is very well known to have mountain lions there, it would probably be best that if you and your group who are talking, that you are all talking loud. Like we stated before, if you're going hiking by yourself, you know, I wouldn't suggest that if you are going into an area that has mountain lions around it. But if you don't so happen to be, just be very well aware of your surroundings. Um, like I said, if you have pets or children going with you, keep them close to you. Don't let your pets just wand off and run around because, you know, mountain lions will take any opportunity they can to take a prey item and it would kind of suck if you take your dog out and they get attacked <laughs> um if it does come up to a cross when you do come across one um there are multiple situations of what could be going on in the thing uh or the problem per se um you could have been approaching on a mother mountain lion with her cubs nearby and she is going to do everything in her power to protect them from you or you just came across one that was just wandering by um the best thing for you to do is to not turn your back to them look straight ahead at the mountain lion make as much noise as you can raise your arms up to make yourself look more intimidating if you have a jacket on use that to just to make yourself look like that you are not a prey item because if you run that prey Sorry, that hunter instinct in the mountain lion is going to kick in and it is going to think you are a deer and it's going to chase you. And nine times out of ten, it's going to catch you. But if you can make yourself seem threatening, throw sticks, throw stones, scream, holler, do whatever it is you need to do and do not turn your back on that mountain lion. Pretty much what you're doing is you're giving a, a stance like, I am not prey item, I am... I will hurt you and all this other stuff. And nine times out of ten, that's all you really need to do to get that mountain lion to run off away from you. If it does come to the case where that doesn't get enough and the mountain lion actually attacks you, you need to fight and you need to get it off of you as best as you can. Um, I know that sounds like a lot <laughs> saying that. But I'm just trying to give you guys all the tips that I've researched and looked up in case you do come across these guys. Because most of the time a mountain lion does attack you, you know, it's either a very sick or starving animal and is just trying to do what it can to survive. And I'm not giving any clarification or saying that it's okay that mountain lions attack people. That's not what I'm trying to say here. I'm just trying to give people more of a understanding of why it is that a mountain lion and a human interaction could possibly happen. And to not paint mountain lions in a bad light by saying that, you know, if it does attack you, there's a reason behind it. And it's just to make it so people can understand what's going on in the situation if this does come up. You know, 
So I'm not like I'm not trying to clarify and say that you know it's okay for mountain lions to attack people. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that there is a reason behind what is going on, and I just you know just want to make sure that you guys completely understand of what to do in that situation. And I guess again, our whole mission here at Wild About Animals is we want to clear up the misconceptions, clear up any misunderstandings that you guys may may have, because I think a lot of the fear, like I said before, is that a lot of people don't even take the time to go look up what a mountain lion is. They know the concept of it, but they don't know, like, what it is, its behaviors, why is this going on like this? I mean, there was this video, I don't remember where the lady was or if it was a man, but it was someone who... They were basically on video recording themselves being pretty much chased by a mountain lion while they were hiking. They did everything they were supposed to do. They were screaming, they were hollering, and they never turned their backs on that mountain lion. You know, but I think videos like that kind of give people this whole mountain lion is just out to eat you, which, again, they're so scared of humans that it's very unlikely that you'll come across one. If anything, They'll see you before you see them, and then by then they'll be gone because they don't want anything to do with you. You know, they're not out to just eat people, you know. A lot of animals out there aren't out to eat. It's just a lot of situations, like I said, like a mother protecting her cubs. That could have very well been the situation. You you wouldn't have seen those cubs. You would have never known that they were there. But that mother was doing everything in her power to protect her. Her motherly instincts were kicking in. And with that little rant at the end, I do apologize about that. Um, That'll be the end of our show. I know it's a little bit shorter, but like I said, you know, I'm just trying to get my voice a rest. Um, hopefully by next week, I will be back up and ready to go and we will be able to continue on. Now, if you guys are wondering, is everything going to be going back to normal? Yes. Everything now will be going back to normal. We will have our normal Wednesday show like we've always been doing. Nothing has changed. Um, there will be no extra show this on Saturdays. There's nothing been planned. Um, like I said before, make sure you guys follow the, all our social media links. That's a great way to stay, again, connected, be part of the Wild family. And I hope you guys have a lovely rest of your day and the rest of your week. And we will see y'all next week. And make sure you stay tuned on to see what we're talking about next week. Stay wild, and I'll see you guys later.